everyone, Bobby Hemel here. I wanted to come to you just a minute and talk to you about understanding how God loves us um, and powering up to that power source uh, with our Creator. Um, so, I'm just going to jump right into the story I wanted to share with you about understanding God loves you. Years ago, when my baby was about six months, maybe or so, um, he was wanting to get into things all the time. And of course, my daughter was about 11 at the time, and she's like a little mama, you know, she's over there, no, 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 don't do this, don't do that. And before that, she had been asking me many times about, well, can I go here? Can I go th there, do this and that? And I'd always have to tell her no. And you know, no matter what I tried to explain to her, she wouldn't understand it, why? she was 11, you know, how many times we all tell our children or our grandchildren something and, and they don't understand it. Heck, our animals will stop our animals from getting hurt and we can't explain it to our animals. They won't know. And so, um, right then when I told, uh, she was starting to correct it, Bryce and I said, and she goes, no, 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 don't do that. And I don't remember what it was going to do. And I stopped her and I said, wait a minute, why are you telling him no? Well, she looks at me like all kids do and said, what do you mean, mom? He's gonna get hurt. And I said, oh, okay. I said, um, well, why you didn't explain it to him? Why you didn't explain the full reason how he's gonna, why he's gonna get hurt and why not to do it? And she looked at me again like that look that kids give you. And she said, he's not gonna understand, mom. He's just a baby. And I looked at her and I go, ah, you think maybe that's what I'm doing for you? And I will never forget it as long as I live. Right down in here, I could feel the Lord say to me, ah, you think that's what I'm doing for you? And it was just one of those totally aha moments in my life where I realized that, you know, I was asking God for things and it maybe wasn't happening or it wasn't coming the way I wanted to or I didn't understand why things were going a certain way. And, and the Lord reminded me that he's a good father and that, you know, we may not understand it. And sometimes he won't explain it to us because of the fact that we won't understand it. We're his children. And until we go to be with him, we may not completely understand why one thing happens or didn't happen and get the full understanding of it. And then there was a time, you know, I, people said, um, I had a friend of mine and I was going through a really rough time and I felt like, well, let me say this. She had told me, Bobby, you're going to let, have to let God be your friend, your father, and love on you right now. And I laughed, and I said, love? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean by that? I'm like, anyone who's ever said that they've loved me have either put stipulations on my love for them, or they have walked away from me. I'm like, no one really loves me. I don't know what that is. And she said, you just need to figure it out. So I got off the phone that night and I um, really just kind of thought about it and I said, love. I said, God, what does love, what does your love mean? You know, I want to know this love that she was talking about. And after that, 
I decided that I was going to seek after that love. And I began to read God's Word, and I began to um, watch TV, um, spiritual things on TV, and I began to go to church. And as I began to do those things, God began to reveal to me the love that passes all understanding. And I believe that He can do the same for you. Um, and I implore you to seek after that. Don't do it because of mom, dad, grandma, because of, don't, don't stop, let someone who is not right to you at church act and do a certain thing and, and kept you from going to church. You don't want to let that keep you from the best love and stability that there possibly is out there. You know, we're going through a, a pandemic right now. And no matter what your beliefs are on the pandemic, it, we are getting caught up in this fear that is trying to overtake us as a, as a human, as a person. All over the world, the fear is just trying to dominate us and what we do and, and, and um, where we go and, you know, just making us pivot our whole lives around. And God didn't expect us to live in fear. He does want us to use wisdom, so take that as you will. But he doesn't expect us to live in fear. And a lot, of, I've had a couple people ask me, Bobby, how come, you know, you're not afraid? And it's not because I haven't had people I know been affected by this pandemic. I absolutely have, and I think it's horrible. You know, but I don't live in fear because I have the creator and the joy from God that just sits down in me knowing that he's going to take care of me. He's going to stop me from going too far or too close to danger as long as I'm seeking him. See, God doesn't uh, make you listen. He made us with a choice. So he gives us wisdom, but he also provides peace. The peace that passes all understanding. And when we get to know that God loves us that way, when we can understand that no matter what happens, in the bad or the good, that God is going to complete it for us. He's going to, it's not a surprise to him. He's not going to not know what to do. He's going to know how to take care of you and how to get you through that situation. But it's going to have to be your choice to choose the right path. And you do that through choosing Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And that's where hope comes in. That's where the love comes from. And I want to read to you a quick scripture that uh, caught my attention today. And it's in Psalms. I love Psalms. 32, um, 8. Well, let's start at um, verse 7. It says, For you are my hiding place. Oh, man. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. And this is a psalm of David. And um, David was a mighty warrior, but he also... Um, had to go through a lot of stuff and but through those things he began to see the hand of God upon his life and he was able to face giants and ops, um, and opposite opposition 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 <laughs> in 
knowing that he had God for him, behind him, around him, making his path straight, fixing the areas, guiding him, being his sole guardian. I heard uh, Joel Osteen talk about that this morning, that God is our sole guardian. Oh, man. And then I thought about the gardens of the galaxy. Well, then I went and had a squirrel moment. But, you know, he is our guardian. And it says here, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. Mm. I will advise you and watch over you. Now, let's think about that a minute. We can't be advised if we're not connecting to that power source, to the creator, to our guider, to our guardian. We have to take time to sit and listen and sit and read and let him, let him talk to us. Let him direct our path. Be willing to give him the moment in the mornings or in the afternoons to be able to guide you. Anyhow, he is the, the best pathway for your life, and he will advise us and watch over you. He says, do not be like the senseless horse or the mule that needs a bit and a bridle to keep it under control. Man, how many times have I felt like, you know what, I'm being a horse. You know, I need that bit and bridle God to take me back where I need to be. You know, how, do, how many times do we feel like that about our children? We just need to put a bridle on a bit in their mouths and grab them back and push them back where they need to go. Um, but God says, don't be like that. He said, many sorrows come to the wicked, but unfailing love surrounds those who trust in the Lord. When you trust in God, when you begin to put that trust in him, and begin, he will begin to pour out his love over you. And then you'll be able to understand how he loves you and understand that it's more than just going to church on Sunday or more than just a religious practice that you've seen your parents do or you've seen other people do. It is a, a relationship that brings love and peace and, guard, and being guarded. And he says, so rejoice in the Lord and be glad, all you who, who obey him. Shout for joy, all whose hearts are pure. You know, when we give God our first, and we give God any amount of time, and we say, Lord, I just want to surrender to you. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how I'm going to go do this thing, or I don't even know if I'm supposed to do this thing, but I just want to lay my life into your hands right now. And I want to seek you. I want to do what Bobby was talking about. I want to have that security. I want to feel you, Lord. Show me. And you begin to just each day do that. Just start today with your, with your words of a choice of surrender. And begin to just seek him. If you want something to give you peace and something to give you joy, read in Psalms. And then read some Proverbs. Then maybe read Ephesians. There, there's so many good books in the Bible. If you like a lot of drama, you will find it in this. If you like a good romance novel, you will love some of this stuff in here. If you like war books, you got it here. History, you got it here. Um, uh, prophetic teaching, you got it here. 
There is everything you could possibly want in reading in here. And you may say, well, Bobby, I don't read good, you know? And so I don't, I've tried before and I don't understand it. Read again. Try again. Go and start with Psalms. And, and ask God, Lord, make this, make this real to me. 